Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Marketing Makeover. I am excited to be joined by the VP of Marketing at a company that we went through an extensive RFP process for in their industry, and we actually chose them. So it's very cool to see her here today. Um, it's casted and how they amplify your content regardless of what medium or channel you're using. So welcome to the show, Holly Pels, VP of Marketing. So happy and a little nervous to be here. Do not be nervous. You're going to crush it. <laughs> I always get nervous, but this is going to be fun. Um, as for everybody tuning in for the first time, I do not know who's on the wheel. Holly does not know who's on the wheel, let alone who the wheel is going to land on. Ooh. I always like to ask Holly, who Ooh. do you hope it is? Like, who do you want to audit today? Like, who do you kind of want to provide some positive inspiration to? Man, I have, don't even know. I have watched, I told you, I watched a few of these and they were so different every time. Uh, I did see they Gusto. Are. I love Gusto as a brand. Love to see them, but I know they won't come up on the wheel because I've already seen them. <laughs> I know. And I love their stuff too. I'm like, man, that was one of my favorites because they own their positioning. They own their marketplace. And I used them, I think, for six years without one complaint from over like a couple hundred people. I mean, that's a pretty powerful system. Yeah, we, I mean, we use it here. We have conversations all the time about, you know, oh, I didn't even know they could do that. And so like, I do think I could give some strategy there, but uh, I know that one won't come up because I just all saw right. it on another one of your shows. So, so let's see who, who we think of. Let's see. Uh, Shaley, give us the wheel. Let's see who it is today. So I believe Freshworks is like SNB accounting. Let me see if I got my head on straight. But right, Gusto sure was on the list. Also, <laughs> on the <laughs> list, so crazy which I could have done Zoom. Oh, we could have had it. All right. So let's see. Freshbooks. All right. It is Freshbooks accounting software built for owners. Okay. So I want to start off with a question, Holly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you be even more SMB than QuickBooks? I, fun, fun story. I told you earlier before we got on that I worked for an SEO agency for four years and sure. for over a year, my biggest client was Intuit QuickBooks. So I did so much work. I helped them launch their like small business resource center. I did so many things. Nope. So no, I don't think you can be, but I'm guessing they're trying to compete with this. And QuickBooks is it's such interesting a- though, right? Like it's an interesting conundrum in the sense that if you're in the FP&A function, if you're in the accounting world, everyone treats QuickBooks as, well, they're great if you're an SMB. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, but SMB also owners all use them too, don't they? Like my, my dad had QuickBooks. My business partner's dad is a plumber. He has QuickBooks. Like I come from blue collar, like SMB family, QuickBooks. So it's, it's very interesting. Such an interesting – and it's such an interesting model for them because Intuit's such a big company. And Intuit has so many different – variations and QuickBooks is almost their um, product led piece, right? Because as a small business, I right out of college, I worked at a small, small, small company and helped them do some side stuff and yeah. they use QuickBooks and it was free for them because they were such a small business. But then obviously right. as you get bigger, there's the bigger options to move up and upgrade and do all that. So very interesting. So that's our context. I think that context is important. So the context is right there. Now let's, look at this. I think this is quite clever. So how do you beat QuickBooks then? I think it's a great question, right? You have to figure out what does QuickBooks leave you wanting, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think one of the cool parts about what FreshBooks is doing is they are trying to niche it into the vertical, into these verticals. 
Now, businesses with employees, I mean, we are really talking to a certain type of size right now, which I think is smart of them, right? So like, are you a business with employees? Are you self-employed? Are you a freelancer? Or do you use contractors? Now, I think my question is, let's see if they actually execute this. Because I've always found niching like this is really hard to actually execute the content on so that someone who is self-employed believes that you're uniquely better for them. Your billing struggles in here. So they have it like billing is a pain point, right? Mm -hmm. Get a complete picture of your client and business health. Build relationships through great client experiences. So they're really pushing the billing side of it. What do you what do you think about that? Do you think billing is an area that is an opportunity compared to let's say a PayPal? Right. Cause I would imagine at this point, if you're either if you're like a was this self-employed, like you're using PayPal probably for billing or something like that, right? Potentially, but then you might run into what if you have to 1099 people? What if you have to do some of those things that are outside of maybe the typical, right, one-off payment or small? Like when you start getting taxes involved, that's where billing, I think, kind of overruns, which is I think where like the QuickBooks and maybe I'm making an assumption that this yeah. is going to also solve because it's saying accounting um, probably might be more than a PayPal, but I don't know enough about PayPal for business to say that. I completely agree. Let's just see how they position small business. So let's just understand pricing. So you can start at seven fifty a month, okay? And they offer seventy percent off over here. And they did sixty. They had it right on the top. <laughs> sixty. Sixty, but for six months, yeah. I think QuickBooks is only doing three. Yeah. But the number's bigger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They also offer a free trial for 30 days. Oh no. I see. You can either give them all your money or you can test them. That's actually quite clever. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Is this with or without the free negotiation? Sorry, I'm trying though, to right? yeah. So you're leveraging the trial with the buy now. What does QuickBooks do? So or FreshBooks. FreshBooks. Oh, they have the same thing. <laughs> a little cheaper. Yeah. You can buy now and save. Or you can do the yearly. That's a confusing. Okay, 60% off six months, 10% off yearly price. So then you pay. That's not as simple as I think they think it is. I'm not. Yeah, I'm a little confused. Because this, this model of pay monthly show the really low price, like that's common across all of these, like small, right. like think of all the social one-off tools, all those things. That's, yep. that's yeah. pretty common. Right. But now we have made it more complicated by adding an additional value on top saying you could get 60% off if you do this. Do they have a free trial? I can't see if that's like the talk. Oh, the they do. So try it free is right here. I like this page, by the way, this is the best try free page I've seen in an audit recently. I love save up to 7,000 a year in billable hours. I love a value prop right away that you know what you're going to get out of it. No, this, um, is, this is really, really strong CRO uh, in the sense of like how they're writing their copy. They've got single click signups. They've got email plus password. Try it free. Get 60% off buy now. They still have the upsell that takes you back to the buy now and save. Create your account to purchase plan. I mean, I think they do a really good job of taking your money. I got to give that to them. <laughs> Which is what they want to do. No, I mean, yeah, that's what we're all trying to do, right? We're all trying to get people to give us their money to a certain extent. I think they do that quite well. I don't think this copy is very good, though. This 10% off. I think if watch what happens if you delete this. And then you get rid of 
So if you get rid of that, and you get rid of this, I think their conversion rate goes to the roof. Hmm. Uh, it's a little too small for me to see what it said. It said save 10%. I did. It, said, it says 10% off yearly price, but off with the 60, I can't tell if they're just screwing me on the back half of the contract. And they're only mm -hmm. giving me 10% off or if I'm actually getting 60% off. I think what they do is they just give you 60% off for six months and the price is like goes up and then you end up only saving 10% on the year, but I'm not sure because the way they wrote it. And I think that's, I mean, you, you want to take the guesswork out of it. If you're going to give people a deal and you're going to say it's this and you're going to save money and you want them to go towards us, which is obviously what they want you to do. Hence the 60% off for six months, clear as day. Let's just tell me how much it is. Otherwise, if I have to sit and do math, that makes it a little bit less attractive. Oh, and it is unattractive. I just realized I just saw something new too. If I was fresh books. So this is how they quote, this is how they scope you. They scope your, your butt on below. I thought that this was like some weird language that you could like resell the platform. No, you can send invoices to only five people at this price point. Oh, oh, that's an interesting model for how they're breaking down. Yeah, so they're using usage. So it's actually based yeah. off of invoices sent. See how they even cap it at 50? Let's see how QuickBooks is capping it. Are they, it doesn't look like they're, I've never heard anyone cap invoices. That's like a very cheeky. Well, clients, I guess. So it's not invoices. It's how many clients you're managing within the system. Is that? Seen yeah, I think it is correct. So unlimited invoices to up to five clients. But I mean, that's a, they're now more expensive than QuickBooks in my mind pretty quickly. Yeah. So I would also be curious with, you know, like other options. So you said like PayPal earlier. Is that something... Are you limited? On I know I use PayPal then. for like any, like if someone wants to pay me a speaker fee or something like that, I just send a PayPal link and I run all my independent consulting stuff through PayPal, for example. Oh, well. So if you're a bigger business, that might be more complicated. So there would be value here. Correct. Because um, this would give you an you know, accounting system of record. But if you look at the yearly price point, you see what I'm saying? You're at 180 on the year versus, I can't even do it because I only do months. What is it after the discount? After I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I don't like they're so good at taking your money, but they're also quite good at confusing you if you want to actually know what's going on. Um, and even when you do the so they have like see offer details above. If you go like to the actual promotion above, and it still doesn't yep. necessarily give you a clear answer um, into what how much you're paying. Oh yeah, holy cow! This is by their legal team for sure. Um. Because even, yeah, right. I think right now I'm looking at it and I'm saying it says was 25, save 90. So is what I'm looking at right now, this $10 a month or the $6 a month, is that the 60% off or for six months, right? Or is it, well, that must be it. Because otherwise that doesn't make sense, right? Well, yeah, because I think $10 a month gets 60% off for six months. But I don't know if, because like 60% of, you see what I'm saying? Like it's a very complicated to figure out what the price actually is. So you can tell we're not mathematicians, right? No, we're marketers. <laughs> okay. I also think this is interesting to do it this way, to have kind of switching back with, between uh, monthly and yearly, have this uh, offer on top of it. Because what you would usually see, I'd say here on this type of a pricing page, right, is $10. And then it would say underneath that, yep, or like 
Yes. Or like this amount of money for a yearly price or something like right. that to give you kind of the, so it's, it's almost counterintuitive to like, I guess what you would normally see in my mind, because it's, it's making it more complicated just because they're trying to show you the lower number. Like I, even you know this, what to do though, they go to my idiot brain so well, like they really do get me excited. 60% off six bucks a month. I'm like, heck yeah. But then I, and I don't catch all oh, five billable clients. Oh, I can only send invoices to five people. Like I, I lose, like they somehow like get me to not fully realize it. And I, they get me excited. It's like very promotional. If that makes sense. Yeah. Which is just, good. I just think, I wonder what that does to churn later. So who's it for? This is what we kind of looked at already. So they're doing a lot of who's it for. Does it integrations is pretty critical, right? So they work with everybody. It looks like, right? Stripe will do your payment processing. Gusto can do your payroll. Bench can do your CPA accounting. Seems like they got the right partnerships. But why do I choose them? I don't, I still don't get that part. Why do I use FreshBooks instead of QuickBooks? Um, and you know what's interesting is they don't even have a, like, why? I wonder if they do at the bottom. Do they have, you know, like the the footer? About us, our story, careers. I, I think usually, I, I feel like it's a really common thing, especially in software companies now, that we want to buy for a reason, right? Like, so why are we choosing you more than just about us, more than about your company? Like, what's the value in this yeah. specific thing? Um, and I know not everybody does the matrix to say like compare us to something like that that can be very picky and choosy i bet i would be curious if we did a search do they do comparisons fresh books versus quickbooks or does quickbooks own that in the search i'm sure they do but let's see mm, hope i decided to chime in let's see <laughs> that's smart nobody loves to rank more than them so um I can't read all that. But isn't it strange that we just did that and the first thing that you clicked on was a HubSpot? Like that feels like a a pretty intuitive article that like a fresh books would want to write or at least yes. have floating on the internet, even if it's not necessarily findable, even if it's just a searchable piece of content, because people are going to search for that. Intuitively, like we're having this conversation of bringing up fresh books. The first thing you thought of is why would I choose this over QuickBooks? So why would we not make that? an accessible piece of content. Is this on FreshBooks site or is this on? This is nerd wallet once again. Yeah, I don't, I think if I go in here, let's see, so if I go site, you know this cause you're an SEO and I go and play a little, whoa, get out of here. Say okay. <laughs> uh, so let's go uh, site, FreshBooks and then we'll go uh, QuickBooks. Just to see at a very high level how they think of this looking for a QuickBooks alternative. Cool. So billable hours. Okay. Expense categorization. That's not totally true. Team roles, probably not true. Simultaneous users doesn't care about. Proposals. Actually, I do care about this a lot. That's a great way that they're better from 2016. Um, you're right. They're not using this at all. And it's very hard for me to understand. And I, I just don't understand when I get the FreshBooks, how they expect me to buy this when the thousand pound gorilla is in the room and they just pretend that that gorilla doesn't exist. Yeah. Cause, and obviously like there are things that you can focus on and pinpoint 
but think about how people go out and do things. We want to go look for reviews. We want to go look for comparisons. We want to understand like the differences. And so you said, I, I know SEO. I don't love it. It's not my favorite thing. It's not what I love creating content for, but like you, it's, it's a necessary evil because you know, people are going to go search for that and they clearly have. So I wonder, are they using that for ads? Like as a, a bidding page um, that they're competing against? Are they using it for nothing? They probably need it to rank a little bit better in some of those capacities. So they probably need to be linking to it. They probably need to be doing lots of different things because that feels like a a pretty important piece for them when someone would be researching, am I going to use FreshBooks over QuickBooks? Yeah. And I, I don't understand. They just don't talk about it. And I don't think they, FreshBooks, I don't know how you could not talk about it, if that makes sense. They do have under helpful links, a QuickBooks alternative. So that's where the page is. So we found it now. And that's, yeah, this is the page that you found. But they, they have that have review up top. Yeah. But I would think, and, and it doesn't even have to be because I also understand the concept of we don't really want to put our competitor up front. We don't want that to be the thing that we're kind of. For most industries. Correct. But for something like this, I would say nine times out of 10, you know that that's going to be the conversation that comes up and you're trying to break through the mold. So I think you have to make it a bigger part of the outward of the amplification strategy even, right? So like, how are people getting to this page? If they're scrolling to the bottom, they might not be thinking as intuitively as we are to say, I'm going to go to the bottom and find this in the links, right? Because who would do that? No, they're not doing a live show, right? Correct. So I, I, mean, <laughs> I, think, I think my thing here is what if we, and I can, I respect not calling out QuickBooks. So what if we did it potentially like this? I, I'm just going to go an option like, Why us? Or yeah, yeah. Something like why or like, mm -hmm. that gives me the and you can call them the other guys, right? Like this is how yeah. the other guys think about accounting software and why it screws you, Mister and Mrs. Small Business Owner. And here's what we're doing to change the world. And <laughs> I, if you give me that story, I'll eat it. I just yep. I don't know if there's anything for me to eat here. It's so cut and dry. It's almost like they are pretending they don't exist while also simultaneously being little brother. Especially. Yeah, I do like this too. I like their. Oh, I like, I love it when you can one. show Especially us. Yep. In the blue collar space, like their, their driving is one of their biggest tax credits. So like, this is a huge value prop. So if you showed us why us and you saw here's three ways we help you save 25% more than the competition on taxes. You see what I'm saying? Like there's a real story oh, yeah. that we haven't told because it's just so matter of fact-ish. Proposals. Remember the proposals product I was talking about? Looking for sharp proposal software? Okay, well, this isn't quite Proposify. No offense to FreshBooks, but you might. I mean, this looks like an invoice, not a proposal. So I think we might be a little wrong on that one yeah oh but they do have the contract which is a big part of it see how they have stuff notifications e-signatures reviews that like this stuff is what they need it's just i don't know if how do you have to click on this how do you get to their story like what story are they telling us holly yeah i think i think what's interesting and i think that this is a 
a crux of all marketers, right? When you're looking at or all companies trying to tell a story on a website, right? Is focusing on like the features of solutions. So right now they're focusing on features. I think the who's it for is supposed to be the solutions. But even when we clicked into who's it for and we went through whichever one we were on, right? We yeah. we saw some of that stuff a little bit more buried and kind of picky. Well, they say things that don't matter. Know your business and how it's changing. Instead automated of automated billing. It's like it's yeah. 2022, fam. Everybody has automated billing. <laughs> you see, like, why like why do we exist? I yeah. want to feel that. Like, I want to know like why does the world need fresh books? And even that under features, as it kind of showed you where that fits into kind of the overall, you know, hierarchy of what you're doing, right? So what were we on? We were on proposals, I think. And at the bottom, you saw it sits here around with all these other different things, being yeah. able to see that as a solution. So how do all of our features fit into a solution that yep, you would use right as a small business owner, I think is a lot more, see, exactly. Like, and it's showing you it connects to e-signatures and different things, um, being able to show how maybe it connects to integrations. So you know that this is going to be an easy slot into all the tools that you're already using, um, I think solution-based, especially when you're attract, like trying to attract small business owners who already are strapped for time, who already are doing all of these things, who are already trying to run a business, I think is a way to go if you're trying to sell a solution like they are, which is what it feels like they're trying to sell an alternative to QuickBooks, not just features and functionalities. Like you're not going to necessarily win on one-off tools that way, right? You need to win on the full takeover because you're not going to go use QuickBooks and then say, okay, and we're going to integrate with FreshBooks to get mileage, right? It's going to be a one or the other. I have a thought, Holly. Mm. So I'm FreshBooks. I'm the, let's say, chief marketing officer or CEO, and I'm looking at the whole thing. Isn't it easier to make QuickBooks the bad guy? Like, because like, it's kind of like the buy you for you. Okay. You know how it's always like people are like, we were all, you know, gym rats. And so we built a closing line for gym rats. Yeah. <laughs> we are the underdog and we built an accounting software for the underdog. Like, I don't know. Why can't they play the underdog card and get, create an emotional connection with the SMB owner who doesn't want to use the big corporate Intuit QuickBooks because they don't feel like this is a very, unemotional i mean quickbooks is like buy accountants for accountants boring by like it is boring you get what i'm saying why yeah. not go and be bold and tell your story and create an emotional connection too do you because like I, that's what i'm missing it's like i don't know why i need i want fresh books to be fresh books instead of like a worse version of quickbooks in their positioning yeah. I mean, again, like they're, they're leading with features, functionalities, instead of leading with a story or a value or a solution. They're not connecting necessarily directly with the audience, which is what, and we talked about this even before we started, right? That like kind of, that's the future. We as humans want to connect with other humans. We want to know empathetically, like, how is that going to help me? How are you going to help me? So, yeah. And I think that there's a way you can do that without having to say, you know, no QuickBooks. You know? <laughs> Right. You can still do it in a way that says, I mean, I, I, I love the concept too, of if they are people who are small business owners that are creating this because they have this problem, that's a story. Why would you not be talking about that? They need to get on a podcast. Well, that's exactly how I'm kind of seeing it. And my point being here is like, you don't beat Salesforce with features. Like that's the premise of their product. You beat it with simplicity and usability, but I don't ever get that messaging out of Freshworks. Like, do you see like, yeah. If you're Pipedrive, and Pipedrive has actually been quite successful, 
Oh, wow. Oh, that's freaking hilarious. The first CRM designed by salespeople for sale. Like, I'm literally like giving them the playbook (laughs) and I'm ironically finding it in every other industry where you're competing with the behemoth. How do you differentiate? Right. That's what I'm trying to look at. They only have 95,000 companies. And I think we said FreshBooks has 30 plus million users. Yeah. Um, Let's go to their About Us page. Let's see. Is that where the story is hidden? The fresh book story. Once upon an invoice, five, five, two, three. Michael Swing, a four-person design agency. When it came to building clients, we're in ourselves fresh. He was there. Yes, it's by SMB owner for SMB owner. It's this is me. This is why I want to use you. This photo. Um. Yes, I love this. And if you actually go to the actual about us page, because this is like the story. So, and actually, I love the timeline here that they're giving you how this all happened, how this developed. On the about us page, they have. Over 24 million people have used FreshBooks. Over 60 billion invoices paid through, like, so they, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh so like they have some of that stuff that you would think would be really impactful. You know, like it was what we saw on that um, when you signed up page where it said right away, save $7,000 in some of those. Those are some of the values too that I think people connect with because people connect with like the instant savings. People connect yeah. with seeing that other people have done it. Other people yeah. have trusted money through this. People spend time in here. They their have a philosophy, their team. People want to buy from people. People don't want to buy from like the big, I mean, they do want to buy from the big companies because they know they can trust it. But I think that headline right there could be exactly what, you know, you said earlier. Watch this. I love that you What if you made <laughs> the accounting software built? I've heard of it. Built for underdogs. Now let me do it. Huh, an interesting day today. Okay. But essentially, I would have accounting software built for underdogs, and I would tell my underdog story to everybody and make them fall in love with me. Yeah, I think. You took on QuickBooks and you beat them. Like, I think I could totally tell that story. Like, we took on QuickBooks and beat them. You can take on your competition and beat them, too. Here's how FreshBooks is the ultimate partner for SMB owners around the world. Now I got a story. <laughs> Words matter. It, it really does, because we went after QuickBooks by being as boring as they were. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is not the quote, the founder and tax director from McCormick Tax Group. Jessica's not my quote. Help tremendously with cash flow. That, that's not my quote. My quote's more like before FreshBooks, I was struggling to win. After FreshBooks, we took market share and became the most successful business in our neighborhood or whatever. It's like, wow, I want to be the most successful business in my neighborhood. <laughs> Customer quotes are hard. I'm getting one uh, from you as soon as this is over for Cassett's website. <laughs> Good, I got you. I'm just, my point being here is like, I love the fact that FreshBooks, FreshBooks is like built an exceptionally successful business. I just want them to be FreshBooks. It's to be their own thing, right? But and it's, yes. but even we kind of even addressed the the elephant in the room though is like they know that they're going to be compared to other people. So if they use you know some of that stuff that we saw earlier that we went and found at the bottom of the website in a yes. smart way that people can find it when they search for it, that people are looking for the alternative, that people are well, that was crazy. Um, that kind of solves some of that issue and that opens the way for you. I, I think it's 
it's an interesting conversation to talk about how you can use storytelling and content and it can serve all these different purposes without it taking away from the message, right? So you can go and use storytelling. You can go and do all these different things. They can have a podcast where they sit and talk like we are about how how they started things, how they did that. And that could fuel so much of the story that we're seeing, the content that we're creating. And they can still go create those comparison tracks that they can SEO, they can add, put ad spend towards, they can do all these different things that when people are searching and people are looking for that, they're getting that, but then making it more enticing to click through and learn more about, well, why was this different? Why outside of features and functionalities would I want to choose something like this and use it? Um, storytelling is so important. It's so important because he, people want to buy from people. They want to buy oh, from I humans. I want, I want you to synthesize that first of all. First off, Mike, if you're out there, if you ever see this, like, call me, I want to help you because <laughs> your story is awesome. And it's also buried and you're competing with QuickBooks by being QuickBooks instead of being FreshBooks. And I don't think that makes any sense, but congratulations, Mike. You've just hired Holly as the new CMO. And mm -hmm. she has three core pillars that she wants to implement in 2022 to help reposition and retail FreshBooks story and gain market share. What are those big three things you want to do, Holly? Um, starting with brand, I would say storytelling. So kind of reconfigure what we're looking at from a content perspective. Um, I think you can look at brand and separate that outside of every other thing, because when you're thinking about a business initiative and what you do, brand drives demand, right? So if you take what we just talked about and you say, we're going to take that brand story and we're going to center it around everything that we're doing, you already have a better story. You have better content. You have better things that you can drive people to. I would it's say weird. this. Yes. And it's it again, humans want to buy from humans. So if you can also then go and talk to people and he can tell his story about all the different things he can do. And I have experienced that. And, and I they want to work for people. He needs the engineers from QuickBooks to help improve his product roadmap. Like they want to work for Mike. They don't want to work for Intuit. You're, like there's right. a real sense so, there. There and like brand, like the storytelling piece, like the culture piece, all of that should be front because we just saw that was buried kind of within the bottom. You couldn't even get to it from the top, right? So I would yep. say that's one. I'd say from like a demand perspective, thinking a lot more through searchability on some of the things that you're creating because you know people are going to compare you to that. And so you can't necessarily go apples to apples with them. But if you create those comparison charts, if you create articles and different things that are specifically for when people are searching for this to bring them into your story, I think that that changes things pretty drastically. So I would say a, a better search friendly strategy here within kind of the content and the demand piece that you're doing. Um, there's so many things. I, I would also say solutions. I, I want to touch on pricing because I think it was a bit confusing, but I don't know that that's necessarily like the end all be all because the price point of those it was are really not good as long as, they didn't, as long as we didn't slow down and evaluate Correct. until as I actually as, started going. Yeah, into it, yeah. As long as you're not getting into it, but I do think solutions, them focusing a little bit more on how all of this stuff helps a small business owner or the different businesses they were going after. I think that clarifies some things and it helps them understand and envision how can I actually use that product a little bit better than saying, looking at all the features, because looking at a feature list like that can be incredibly overwhelming and can turn people off pretty quickly. So I think those are the three I would focus a little bit more on brand with storytelling, demand with searchability um, and comparisons, and then um, solutions. I love it. Holly, that was amazing. I think my only feedback would be they don't have enough pages to not just hire one copywriter and have it be like the best ROI they've ever had. Like if they True. just had one copywriter at that company full time. I, I, I'm going to let you know a secret. You don't even have to do that. Just have 
somebody sit and ask the CEO a million questions, transcribe it and put it all over the, like put it into blog posts, put it like pull that out and put it into the about us page. I have worked at so many businesses where I was the sole person creating content. And that's what I did. I, I mean, I even did it at an organization where I led a team of five. I still sat with the founder and I said, I'm going to ask you 10 million questions and we're going to talk for three hours. And then we're going to transcribe that and turn it into things because it immediately takes out some of the guesswork and it gives you like word for word, exactly how they would have it, exactly how they would say it. Um, and you just get so much more value out of that. So conversations. I love there. it. Holly, thank you so much for being on the show. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Fresh books. I think, like genuinely, I do think the world of you um, taking on QuickBooks is not a remotely simple thing. Um, I just want you to tell your story because you have an amazing story that I had to really scroll to find. So thanks for being our muse today, Fresh Books, and everyone else. Thank you. That's another episode. Holly, how can people follow you, find you, learn more? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Holly Pels. I never tweet, so I'm so sorry. Um, but you can also find me on LinkedIn, Holly Pels, or you can find us at Castit. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And that's another episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you.